You know, I feel like talking to homeowners right now. I really feel like talking to the policyholders and really letting them understand exactly how you are to present an insurance claim upon a loss happening to your most prized possession. And let's get into it right now in three, in two, in one. Okay, so we're constantly talking to public adjusters, but a lot of the content, I think, even though it's talking to public adjusters, actually relates to a lot of policyholders as well. So that's kind of what we're gonna get into today. We're gonna basically get into how to file an insurance claim in 2023. Things have changed. If you are watching this and you filed a claim in Hurricane Andrew back in 1992, chances are it was a little bit different than what it is now. I get clients all the time who come to me, why is the process so difficult? Why is it taking so long? Back when I filed the claim 20 years ago, the adjuster came with a checkbook and he would just write me a check and everything would be fine. First of all, the claim could have been something different, could have been a different situation, maybe a catastrophe and right after, they still tend to do that to this day. Or frankly, it's just gotten a little bit harder to get paid on claims and the insurance company requires a lot more information and more investigation before actually paying that claim. So today we're gonna get into the top 10 things I think you should know to properly file an insurance claim in 2023. Like I said, things have changed, but before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to this channel below. We've got new content coming out two to three times per week just to give you guys more information and more value. Go on to commercialclaimsadvocate.com so you can find out more about our events and about our trainings and then eliteresolutions.com if you're interested in working for us or if you have an insurance claim that you need to file or just get some questions answered, you can reach out to us through there. Now, if you're struggling and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company, you have to wait for the client, you have to wait for all of these things, Ink Payments by Ink solves that for you. By simply uploading it onto their system, everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account. Choose Ink Pay and make sure that you use the promo code VINCE so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. So we're going to go top 10. Here we go. I love doing some top 10. So number one is understand and know where your policy is. Okay. That's big time. Have it start on your email and your email inbox, have it saved in a separate thing, or make sure you can at least search it. You could find it offhand. And if I were you, I'd print it out because if you don't have it and you lose power as a result of some kind of loss, well then guess what? You're not going to be able to find it. So make sure not only that you have your insurance policy, but you understand it. Most public adjusters will give you a free policy review to go ahead and take a look at your claim. I literally just did it over the weekend. Uh, I ran into somebody that I hadn't seen in forever, in Costco actually, and she's like, hey, I'm getting insurance and I don't know which one to get. Can I send it to you? I said, of course. Uh, the more you're experienced in this, the faster you can sort of read through one. Now, unfortunately, when you get a policy, you only get the declarations page, but know the right questions to ask. Make sure you have a low percentage deductible on your hurricane or earthquake or whatever it is that is, and also make sure you have a low deductible and make sure your premiums are high enough. Not your premium, I'm sorry, your policy limits are high enough that you don't have a penalty in case you file an insurance claim. And then the last thing, ask the right questions. You wanna have the list of exclusions. You wanna see if there's any kind of a water damage limitation 
operations. You want to see if there's any kind of managed right to repair. Sometimes that is not on the actual deck page. So ask the right questions, or like I said, find the nearest public adjuster near you so you can have them review that for you. Number two, reporting the claim. Make sure that you report the claim the way you're supposed to and you report it fast. It is under your insurance policy, basically states that you are to report the claim as soon as possible. So don't wait. The longer you wait, the worse it's going to look. So if you suffer a loss and you're watching this video now and you're wondering whether you should file the claim or not, or you're wondering what you should do, we'll finish this video. But also as soon as this video finishes, you're going to probably want to call the insurance company. Yes, there's going to be other stuff I'm going to mention now that you need to do. Uh, you could have some a window, but the, the most important thing is the, just to understand that the longer it takes for you to submit that claim with the insurance company, the worse it's going to be. You could call it in or you could email it in normally. Those are the two ways that you can do it. I always recommend the old school way of just calling so you can actually get a physical claim number once you finish and you'll have that to go by to follow up. But that's how you report the claim. Number three, documenting the damage, right? I mean, I talk about it all the time. You could probably find about 50 videos on this channel literally just talking about documenting the damage. Get your phone out, take some photos, and take some video. That's all I ask you to do. Take some photos and take some video. Even if you call a public adjuster or a contractor, that's what we're going to do when we go out there. We're going to take photos and take videos and different things like that, but you might as well do it as well. And I would recommend you're prepared to do that if and when something happens. It's very important that we have some photo documentation that we could provide to the insurance company. Also, get the repairs done and keep the invoices for Christ's sake. Please keep the invoices. Make sure that you're keeping proofs of repair so we can show the insurance company that you indeed did protect the property, which leads me to number four, protecting the property and preventing the property from suffering further damage. If you've had windstorm and you've got a leak in your roof, put a tarp up or call a roofer, do a repair or call a company to dry out all the water that's on your floor. You need to prevent or turn the water off. Please, if you suffer any kind of water damage, turn the water off. If it's a shower pen leak, stop using the shower prevent it from getting worse. If they see that you the claim occurred on a Monday and then you file the claim a month later, you're already breaking rule number two, but then you're also probably, if it's something that's been going on for a month, you're not preventing the, from further damage. You're making the damage worse after you initially saw it. They're not gonna pay your claim, even if it's a covered loss. Number five, work with an insurance, working with the insurance adjuster. Okay. You have to try to work with the insurance adjuster. When the insurance adjuster comes out to your property, make sure that you do a thorough inspection with them. Hold their hand if you have to and show them the damage here, show them the damage there and tell them to take photos of it. Make sure that they do not miss anything. Make sure that they're writing it down in their notes, all the damage that you together are documenting and showing to them that actually occurred as a result of the loss. A lot of people are afraid to talk to the insurance adjuster. I don't you. That's why you should hire a public adjuster to do the most of the talking for you. But if you don't hire a public adjuster, don't say too much. Say only what needs to be said, but show them everything. Show them all the damages. And then also working with the inside desk adjuster. What do you need? What do you need to help you with the investigation? What do you need to help you uh, fast track this? What do you need to help actually make a payment for this claim? Usually they're going to need a list of like uh, invoices and documentation, inspection reports, different stuff. Get it to them. Get it to them as soon as possible. The sooner that you get it to them, the sooner your claim's going to get settled. So talk with the desk adjuster, work with them to try to get them as much information as possible. Number six, repair estimates and reimbursements. Okay. Make sure that you have all of those estimates ready to go to show the insurance adjuster because chances are you're going to get money for that back. Also, if you need to move out of your house, additional living expenses normally is covered. You have to, that is an incurred expense, which means you have to 
expense it first. You have to actually pay before you actually get that money back. If you do not have proper, proper documentation to back up those expenses, they're going to give you a hard time and it's going to make your life that much harder to get paid. So if you have copies of checks, if you have credit card statements, show it to them. If you don't, try to get some kind of lease agreement, invoice, proposal, whatever it is, documentation to help them help you. Number seven is receiving and reviewing the claim settlement. Make sure you receive, you review the claim settlement and see if it's sufficient enough for you to put your home back together again. Now, from my experience, 15 years as a public adjuster, nine times out of 10, it's not. Or nine times out of 10, it's worth more than what they're actually paying you. Understand that that first claim settlement check that they give you is not a settlement. It is an undisputed payment, which basically means here you go. Here's money for based on our investigation and based on our, our inspection, we feel that this is how much it's going to cost to do the repairs. If however, you call a contractor or a public adjuster and they determine that the value of your claim is actually more, please present us with that proof and with that documentation, we will review it and we will consider paying more money. That's how you get more money. So whatever it is, even if they pay you $100,000 and you think, well, maybe it's enough before you go ahead and, I mean, it doesn't matter as long as you don't sign a release, but before you go ahead and say, oh, wow, my claim is over, get some contractors, get a public adjuster out to take a look at it and let them determine whether or not it's actually indemnifying you according to the policy. Number eight. Number eight, I'm gonna say, don't usually take the first offer and dispute it if you have to. And by doing that is you get the evidence. So number eight is going to be dispute. Uh, we have different alternative dispute resolution, resolution methods that you can go by. You have the appraisal process, you have mediation, you have litigation, you have arbitration, and then you have just the overall supplementation, right? Where you don't have to go through any of those things. You can just say, hey, look, I've got an estimate from a public adjuster. I've got an estimate from a contractor and it's broken down just the way you like it on Xactimate or SimSol or, or whatever. It's on, it's on a software that breaks everything down and here's how much it's going to cost. So you need to pay the difference. You give it a shot like that first. If you have to play hardball and go through one of those ADR processes, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Um, you can go ahead and go through that process. We do it all the time, uh, but at least give that a shot first and then call a professional, call a contractor, public adjuster, somebody who's licensed and knows what they're doing here to properly dispute the claim to get you the money that you need. Number nine. That's it. You're done. Settle the claim. It is over. You're going to normally have two payments in an insurance claims process. It's going to be the initial undisputed payment. That is not enough. And then it's going to be your final payment, your settlement. That final payment settlement can come in appraisal. It could come in just negotiations. It could come with an attorney. It could come in mediation. It could come in different ways. But more often than not, you're going to have two checks, an initial and then additional. And more often than not, it will be in exchange for release. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, but ultimately, when you get that settlement payment, that second payment, more often than not, you've settled your claim and your claim should be good to go, especially if you hired a public adjuster or any kind of other insurance professional that knows exactly what they're doing. So number nine is you settle your claim and you're probably wondering what number 10 is, repair your home. Now I have nothing to do with the repair process and once the insurance makes that payment and the public adjuster has been able to settle it for you, that's it, it's done. Get that contractor that might've helped you throughout the process to go ahead and do the work and then you're done. The life of a claim basically right there and how to properly present an insurance claim. That's it. Steps one through 10. 
and you could just enjoy the rest of your life and not have to go through this hopefully ever again. I always say you're going to have about two or three claims in your lifetime. Uh, maybe one every 10 years, maybe one every 10 to 20 years is how many claims you're going to have. So hopefully it's not even that many and you can just move on with your life and do what you have to do. I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS call Jeremy call Noble Wealth and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim and the reason is is it's very high pressure and as a public adjuster or contractor you're already dealing with the negotiating of the buildback process you don't want to have to deal with ALE as well black diamond housing services does all of that they don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, or anything like that, where they need a place to stay, call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. But that's what we've got there. My name is Vince Perry. I'm the Commercial Claims Advocate. I'm owner of Elite Resolutions and Commercial Claims Advocate. Commercial Claims Advocate where we, where we, um, we consult other public adjusters, other public adjusting firms throughout the country to help them scale their companies and scale their business. And Elite Resolutions, we are a public adjusting firm where we are assisting homeowners, commercial building owners, and everybody throughout the insurance claims process. Guys, hope you enjoyed that on the proper ways to file an insurance claim in 2023. Stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe below. Check out our websites. Check me out on social media where we're dropping content every single day. Thank you guys very much. Have a great week. Peace out.